हेलो हेलो हु स्पीकिंग हाय मैम सो आई एम कॉलिंग ऑन बिहाफ ऑफ बैंक यू बीन प्री अप्रूव फॉर अ लाइफ टाइम क्रेडिट कार्ड सॉरी नॉट इंटरेस्टेड Hey Alana so how many times a week would you say that you get a call from a bank representative asking you to sign up for a credit card or life insurance or something or the other Well I have to say that it's enough number of times for me to know to recognize the number that they're calling from and usually not pick up but they tend to call right in the middle of the work day and it tends to get very disruptive and annoying and I try and avoid it as much as possible Hmm I think I'm not adult enough yet so I haven't gotten these calls personally <laughs> but you know for as long as I've been alive basically I've seen my parents get these calls and the same thing sometimes they don't recognize the number and they just get so frustrated and usually you know what I've heard people say is like okay sorry I'm not interested or sometimes the bank representative just catches you in the wrong moment and you can look up on YouTube like people giving gallies or insulting them quite a lot. Yeah, I I think the most most annoying part of the frustrating part of this whole process is the fact that they don't seem to have the data about whether you have a credit card or not, whether you have a loan or not and they end up kind of selling you the same stuff that you already have, which I think just adds to the frustration. So, I can see where your parents are coming from. Mhm. And while a lot of sales calls in any sector come from a call center or a sales team, In private banks in India it's relationship managers who do the heavy lifting. Every bank in India has thousands of relationship managers. They're employed to nurture the relationship between the bank and its customers. But over the years it's evolved into more of a sales channel, a pretty aggressive one at that. Each relationship manager has at least 150 groups of customers. They have stiff targets when it comes to selling banks different products. And to meet those, the bank expects them to make at least 20 phone calls, generate 8 leads and convert at least 5 leads. That to all in a day. That's Arundhati Ramanathan. She's a senior writer here at the Ken who just wrote a story titled Banking Relationship Manager Status. It's complicated. It is complicated. While on our end we're annoyed by the relentless calls from our banks, The RM on the other side is constantly trying to meet sales targets every day, week, month, quarter, year. I mean, you get the idea. Pretty much the duration of their entire careers. And missing targets, it's not an option when your salary and incentives are tied to it. And this leads to a desperation and a need to survive, which in turn leads to predatory practices. Unfortunately, with people being missold products and given bad financial advice. In fact, one of the most missold products by relationship managers is life insurance, as Arundhati reports in her story. So it's time to take a step back to assess the role and really the need of a relationship manager in the banking system, and ultimately ask ourselves the question about this role: Does the relationship manager need to die? Hello and welcome to Unofficial Sources, a business podcast by the Ken. I'm Anushka Chikara 
and I'm Alana Banerjee and we're your hosts. This episode, we're exploring the relationship manager, the job, its expectations, the pressure and abuse and the predatory nature of the role in the larger banking system. With anonymous whistleblowers calling in, we're giving you an idea of what it's like on the other side of the call. Stay tuned. We sent out an open call to relationship managers from all banks in India, asking them to talk to us about their experiences and to get an idea of what it means to really be a relationship manager. We got in touch with two, Satish and Vijay, both who have had over a decade of working in private banking individually, especially as relationship managers. And both of them have quit their jobs from these positions. To protect their identity, we've warped their voices and changed their names. So we first spoke to Satish. He's worked as a relationship manager with two private banks for the past 15 years. So what does a day in the life of a relationship manager look like? We reach the office uh, by before 9. Uh, if the time is 9, by 9.5, nine, a mess to mess by 9.10. And all the staffs by 9.15 uh, on their desktops, on their working station. And uh, by 9.20, after putting the attendance, by 9.20 or 9.15, branch manager take the morning order. So uh, we decided the agenda as per the supervisor inspection. And uh, we got already WhatsApp for the next agenda, previously evening or early morning. The pressure is set from the minute they enter the branch and public humiliation seems to be the mainstay in most relationship managers' experiences, not just Satish. And so with that, they begin to pursue leads. As Arundhati mentioned, a relationship manager has to make at least 20 calls, generate 8 leads, convert 5 of those leads, make 2 personal visits. And this is all in one day. So these number of leads that they need to pursue and promise, they need to commit that by entering it to a sheet that will be reviewed at the end of the day. One after the other, RM's cold call new customers, get in touch with existing contacts to sell them even more products and then set out to meet them in person. Vijay, the second RM we spoke to, shares what his day looks like. I used to work in the South Bombay section. So, say in Bombay, now you have this small, small industrial hubs, very small, you know, where there would be a company who is in textile, traditional businesses. That is that area which I'm talking about, where a lot of uh, industrial galas came up. And there used to be a lot of small, small offices, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs who are from rich background, who will have a family turnover of 15 to 20 crores of businesses, you know, doing extremely well, 10 crores, 5 crores, 6 crores. You know, if, if you are running a business of 7 to 8 crores of turn, turnover, you take home around a crore at least for yourself, you know. Uh, so those are rich people, if you ask me. When I say rich people, I am talking from a banking parallels point of view. Mm, so that is the target that you guys want. So there have been days where I have moved out into the morning and uh, I have come back, I, was, I have been roaming the whole day where you eat some vada pao on the street or you just uh, work or you find some local canteen in the industrial galas and uh, then you work. And the day flies by or trudges by depending on how the leads are working in your favor. 
So to give you an example, when I was told and when I used to go out and get the business, I used to go into the lower pile uh, business bank, the Gala's business unit. So they used to say salesmen and bank salespersons are not allowed inside. You know, because everyone knows this is where the hundred of companies are. There are seven to eight banks here vying for the same business in the area. So every person is going to be there. So every you know they get a lot of such queries and everything. I used to remember in 2008-2009, this used to be written on the doors that bank guys used to not be allowed. Then you have to figure out the way, you know, how do I reach there? How do I get into the company? How do I get my foot into the door? That is where you start thinking and, you know, try new things, new ways. So, Arundhati, there's this obvious disconnect between the term relationship manager and what their job actually consists of. Like on one hand, the name implies having a long-standing relationship with customers to meet their specific needs. But in reality, it seems like it's just a sales channel. So how did that happen? Was it always this way? So Anushka, this role first came up in the early 2000s when uh, banks were in this mad race to acquire more customers. But once they acquired all those customers, there was nobody really there to you know, nurture those customers after they were uh, acquired. And almost 80% of uh, the newly acquired customers would end up uh, leaving the system. So this was particularly a problem with high-value customers. So banks offered relationship managers as a luxury service, you know, reserving them for servicing the best of clientele. But over time, as uh, banks became more revenue focused, Hmm. they saw that the relationship manager channel is actually a perfect channel to sell products. After all, you know, you tend to buy products from somebody that you really trust and a relationship manager's primary duty was to kind of nurture that trust. Over the course of the years, the role of a relationship manager got muddled with no clear line between sales and nurturing relationships. And you can see that this push for sales comes right at the beginning from the job descriptions themselves. So in the story that Arundhati wrote, there's actually this beautiful chart and it has a collection of different kinds of RM job descriptions, which have been put out by different banks. So that's the likes of ICICI, HDFC, Access Bank. And the skills and responsibilities they require for a potential RM hire, they're pretty similar. For example, they should have a deep knowledge of banking products, of course, but they should also have strong persuasion skills and an innate ability to close deals. And these responsibilities keep snowballing. And I'm quoting here. They should be about getting higher wallet share from customers, identifying new customers from referral leads, and identifying potential customers to sell tailored products. So you get the idea about these responsibilities. And so after the hires are done, the rat race begins. So first of all, when when you're desperate for a job, you would take the TKR, you start with the job. You know, I need to start the making money. That's a basic underlying fact. When you realize that interview ke time, you account, But it's not just about opening accounts. The targets are designed with five keys in mind to create a balanced scorecard. 
तो स्कोका डिजाइन इज अ रिफ्लेक्शन ऑफ अ बैंक्स प्रायोरिटीज एंड ईच ऑफ द फाइव मेट्रिक्स हैव अ डिफरेंट वेटेज द फर्स्ट मेट्रिक इज ऑब्वियसली दैट ऑफ रेवेन्यू द सेकंड इज दैट ऑफ प्रोडक्ट मिक्स नाउ देयर आर अ बैंक वुड हैव एज मेनी एज 30 डिफरेंट प्रोडक्ट्स एंड ईच प्रोडक्ट हैज अ डिफरेंट वेटेज सो टू अचीव the revenue target that was assigned to them they need to have a certain optimal product mix and even here a life insurance for instance would have more weightage than selling um, say a home loan the third metric is what banks call the net acquisition value where a relationship manager needs to demonstrate that they were able to meaningfully grow each customer's portfolio size fourth is a simple target of just the number of people you met and uh, you made telephone calls to and the fifth metric is that of the efficiency with which the relationship manager manages their relationship with clients and handle complaints and if you ask me this i'd say is the most important metric and one that measures the true worth of a relationship manager so the scorecard is designed in such a way that it ensures no one product is oversold or undersold or missold even and so for an rm performance is not just about meeting one particular metric they need to hit the bullseye on all these five but the thing is these targets keep changing and so the priorities of what to sell also therefore keeps changing the performance of the rm can be driven by certain products or a net value amount the rm we spoke to vijay confirmed this the situation is more critical than what we have to what we will answer to my boss in the evening that my team did nothing in the entire day we did so many things but all the things are not in the favor of the regional head or cluster head na they required ally but we didn't ally we have opened 10 accounts good accounts but he required ally and mutual fund daily no consideration to run the bank you have to have lot of manpower you have lot need to have lot of people who are sort of having uh, you know supporting you so there is lot of operational cost so just because if i open an account where i am required to have an average monthly balance of 50000 rupees that account will break even so if we only give 50000 rupees in the account so time lagega before the bank starts making money on that account because mere ko samira salary tha mera incentive tha अकाउंट खोलने के लिए दो तीन जन पीछे बैकेंड में थे डॉक्यूमेंट्सिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटेडिटे
But what happens if you're not able to meet your targets at the end of the day? Or worse, it's the end of the month and you haven't met your commitments. That's when the more dark side comes in, mis-selling of products. And that's how a life insurance product gets sold as a fixed deposit. A new savings account opened without the customer being made aware of minimum balance charges. Loans issued without informing users about the prepayment charges. Credit cards issued without telling the customer about the annual maintenance charges. Or a 70-year-old sold a life insurance policy. But I am telling you from the experiences that I have seen people around me, and, and mind you, there are people who are from retail, I am an experienced, but I had an MBA degree, but there are people who have without an MBA degree also from retailer, they have been able to go to the top, uh, you know, the person who counts the cash to uh, very senior levels in the bank, you know, and have done well. But each of them, there cannot be a single guy who has said that I have sold everything right to the ethics. Talk to any relationship manager, they would have told you that they would have done the same. I'm 100% sure of it. Both Satish and Vijay, with a combined experience of 30 years in the banking sector, have quit their jobs as retail relationship managers. In fact, before he did quit, Vijay says, he was sort of a whistleblower in calling out the mispractices he saw in the system. The only reason why I am so eager and talking so much is because in my career, when I was put under the pressure, I had actually uh, wrote to the senior management the mispractices which are happening in the industry. Hmm. I had written a very sort of an, if I go to look at it, it was nothing less than a whistleblower sort of a email which I had written. I did not go up public with that. Because I thought it's a very small thing, but uh, eventually a period of time I realized it's happening everywhere. It's an industry-wide practice. That uh, insurance is too much of pressure, it's sold in the wrong one. A lot of people in the management know it. I was called into the corporate office. I was told that, you know, I understand your concern and everything. But at the end of the day, I was just told it. We ensured that we have counterbalances and everything in place. But at the end of the day, we are out here to do business. Arundhati, I'm sort of wondering, in this day and age, how many leads for a bank are actually generated through the tactics employed by RMs? I mean, I can understand when there's an existing relationship with the customer, you just cross-sell them more products. But with new leads, do they really come from these cold calls and these visits? See, because more than 50% of transactions happen online, realistically speaking, most people don't even need their relationship managers anymore. Because more people are just consuming all their financial services through a variety of online sources, right? Be it Zeroda for stockbroking or buying insurance policies via Policy Bazaar or even buying mutual funds via PhonePay and PTM. And as we explored before, banks are an operation-heavy business and the costs associated with having RMs must be pretty high, right? So I'm kind of wondering how does that all balance out if half the transactions are happening online? Right. And even on the RM's end, the job gives no leeway at all. It's either don't do and die or do and still die. So yeah, I mean, I think... Really, it comes down to why does the role still exist in the banking system? A top retail banking head that I spoke to said that about 50% of a bank's 
current account and savings accounts are managed by relationship managers and about 30 to 35% of a bank's fee income of a private bank is actually rm managed so banks have no plans to retire this role even though all the signs are pointing to how this role needs a desperate refresh and look we really don't want to bash the relationship managers for just kind of doing their jobs right at the end of the day this is their bread and butter that's why we're protecting the identities of the people we've spoken to they're real people with real names and real struggles and ambitions and most of the time their entire livelihoods are dependent on this one according to me at least pretty horrible job तो अभी मैं उस लेवल पर नहीं पहुंचा हूं जहां बोलते हैं ना वॉट यू कॉल दैचुरेशन लेवल बट माई बॉस इज प्लस सैचुरेशन लेवल एंड दे आर इन दी एज ग्रुप ऑफ फोर्टी एट फिफ्टी फिफ्टी वन फिफ्टी टू अब उनको तो कहीं दूसरी नौकरी मिलेगी नहीं पिंडवर वो कर नहीं सकते डेढ़ डेढ़ दो 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 लाख सैलरी हो जाती है नया बैंक कोई लेगा नहीं क्योंकि बिकॉज दे आर वर्किंग इन दी सेम कल्चर फ्रॉम लास्ट फिफ्टीन टू ट्वेंटी ईयर्स नया कल्चर उनको ऑब्जर्व करेगा नहीं तो ये भी उनके लिए एक मजबूरी है उनके लेवल पे नॉट फॉर एवरीबॉडी कुछ लोगों के लिए कि हमको तो यही करना है चाहे ठास के करना हो चाहे ठसवाड़े करना हो इन हिंदी लैंग्वेज वॉट यू कॉल कि जैसे या कैसे भाई हुक बैक हुक जो होता है ना कि हमको तो यही करना है इफ दिस इज अ कल्चर दैट हैज सीप्ड इन टू दिस्टम एंड हैज बिन प्रैक्टिस फॉर एज लॉन्ग एज द प्रोफेशन हैज एक्सिस्टेड Maybe the relationship manager doesn't deserve to die. Instead, maybe it's time for the banks to look carefully into their work culture and make decisions that don't squeeze RMs but help them do their job better. If you're a RM who's listening to this episode, we know why you have to make those calls. We hear you. If you're a banking leader, maybe it's time for some reflection and change. Maybe you can still convince customers without encouraging your RMs to get a sale by hook or by crook.